You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome to Healthy AF. We are back here, Dave and Corey, and today we are talking about adherence. Yeah, I think adherence is a really important topic because... We should tell them what sparked this, Dave. Corey's email. Well, before that. Well, we were talking... Well, I was going to get to that, but... (laughs) I'm stealing the thunder already. I know, I know. Let's just say this. The best program is not the best program if you can't consistently adhere to it. So I could make someone the best diet, I could make someone the best program, but if they're not doing it on a consistent basis, then it's pointless. So consistency matters, and consistency starts with adherence. And what I talked about with Corey the other day was that I take, proudly, gummy vitamins. They are actually delicious. (laughs) Now, do I think gummy vitamins are necessarily the best way to get your vitamin? I don't think so. In fact, I pretty much know so they're not the best way to eat your vitamins. But I know for me, I will consume gummy vitamins a lot more consistently than I will consume pills. All right, maybe it's just the fact that I'm still like a six-year-old at heart or something like that, but that is why adherence matters. Is because adherence isn't necessarily about doing what's best. It's about doing what's good on a consistent basis, and that is what's going to probably get you better results than maybe me taking pills but only taking them once every few weeks when I'm like, oh, yeah, I should probably take these. Right. Yeah, and this kind of started, this train of thought started, I was out on the turf working out here and i just said to you like i'm pretty much done with anything that people can't adhere to oh yeah and obviously that's a generalized statement and that means a different exercise prescription for different people but it's kind of like i'm gonna do the things that i know that i can actually execute on yeah and um so then I, i i wrote a newsletter up on it and like one of the examples I used was the idea of artificial sweeteners. Like, we know from the research, artificial sweeteners probably aren't the greatest thing in the world. Um, I think maybe the scariest thing is we don't really know everything about them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, I feel like a diet soda every now and then is a nice way for me to curb kind of my sweet tooth. And mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. Exactly, and I think that's the key, is it's not the end of the world, and if it helps you adhere to something, then it might actually be, quote-unquote, optimal. And I think so often, you know, as trainers and as clients, we want what's best for people, and so we sometimes forget, and we miss the forest for the trees, and we recommend to people, hey, you should be doing this, this, and this, and all of a sudden we realize, like, oh, no, like, they can't adhere to that. Like, we're giving them impossible standards, and then many times when someone can't stick to something, what's going to happen is psychologically they kind of start beating themselves up and think, well, what's the point at all? And they blow it up. So I think, you know, it's, it's really important to think about what can people actually adhere to? What can people see success with? I think a great example is like, let's say I had an Italian client and every uh, Sunday they get with their family and they eat pasta. And then all of a sudden I try to put them on a ketogenic diet. Do you think that's going to really last long? I mean, right. Exactly. So I think it's important to consider your own lifestyles. It's important to consider your own 
attitude and personality, like what are things that you're going to stick with? And it's not just to say that you should only do things that you like to do. You should still push yourself. You should still challenge yourself, but you should do so in such a way that you're going to stick with it. And I think in the long run, when you do that, you're going to see way more success than if you just, you know, try to go all in, go for gold. Right. So let's break this down to some practical examples. What are, like, let's take food, for example. What do you personally use? Um, How do you set up your, uh, let's just say, eating lifestyle? How do you set that up in a way that you can adhere to it? All right, so my lifestyle. I typically don't have a lot of time to eat a big breakfast. So usually my breakfast ends up being coffee just because of the nature of what I do. A lot of times I book clients back to back so I don't have time to eat lunch. So I usually, when I'm at work, I'll have maybe some Greek yogurt, some uh, apple, probably some sort of veggies I can eat with my hands, and then some sort of protein bar. When I get home, I'll have a really big dinner with everything that I might have missed out on. Remember when you see like day. six chicken breasts on the way home? Yeah. When, when mean, you drive home and you and your swagger wagon? The swagger wagon. Ah, oh, the minivan. The Ford Freestar. Uh, I don't even think they make those Dave, anymore. Dave came to work here as like a 21, uh, no, I was 22. Like 20, I was like 22. He was 22 years old driving a minivan, so we had to give him a little bit of a hard time. But he owned it. I owned it. It's called the Swagger Wagon. Now I have a minivan, so. Yeah, so now you got a Swagger I have kids, though. I have an excuse. Yeah, but hey, I got a girlfriend, so now I have a wife, so the Swagger Wagon worked. Yeah. Maybe. Sarah, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But in any case, I digress. Well, to your point, to piggyback off what you're saying, like I use intermittent fasting. Not that it's the best plan for everybody, um, but I use it because I can adhere to it. Yeah. And I also really like ice cream. And so then I have extra calories in the bank, I guess you could say, because I'm in this deficit for the first part of the day. Yeah. And I think another thing to think about is when it comes to your diet specifically, the best option is something that's going to be mostly healthy. Now, it doesn't have to be perfectly healthy, mostly healthy. That, again, fits with your lifestyle. So like for Corey and I, the idea of intermittent fasting actually works pretty well with us because we work a lot of early mornings and sometimes it's just hard to digest or feel like you can digest breakfast on an empty stomach. Some people might need three full meals a day, but the key is that, you know, make sure, you know, maybe set yourself benchmarks. Like I have a big water bottle. I try to drink one, at least one of those a day. This gives me about 50 ounces of water plus whatever else I drink throughout the day and like everything like that. So you set yourself benchmarks of like, okay, here are the healthy parameters I know I can hit and I know I need to hit. Now let's just make that fit with how I'm going to eat. Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense on the food side. Let's talk a little bit about on the exercise side um, in terms of adherence. What are strategies you use in order to kind of stick with stuff? Well, I think one thing I do is I try to make sure that in my program and even in my clients' programs, one of the first things I ask my clients are what are exercises you don't want to get rid of? And even if they say exercise that I don't necessarily think are the greatest, like let's say they're like, oh yeah, I like to uh, do a lot of static stretching or I like the bicep curl or something like that. I'll still put that into their program because I know that will make their program more enjoyable. So I'm thinking to myself, what, how can I make their program enjoyable? So that way I can get them to buy in, adhere to what we're doing, but at the same time I can sneak in stuff that I know they need. And same for myself. Like uh, I posted this on my Instagram the other day. I really like hand cleans. I'm terrible at them but I like doing them. So I'm going to put them in my program because I know it's going to make me excited to train. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think about like, 
we play a lot of spike ball here. If you follow our Instagram, <laughs> we play spike ball, right? Uh, and our marketing director, who's relatively new, she's like, why the heck do you guys play spike ball? She's like, I know it's really important here, and I want to know why, so we can like highlight it. I'm like, I don't know. Why do we play? But for <laughs> me, even though it's the middle of the workday, if I know there's kids out there or you guys want to play, I will step away from work for a second because it's actually the way that I get in like my agility, some of my cardiovascular movement. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. I literally hate running on the treadmill. But the good <laughs> thing is there's a spike ball game like two or three times a week. Yeah. So I make it work. And I've seen a lot of people around here, like on the North Shore, like do a great job of whether it be like paddle or pickle or, you know, some other type of sport or activity in order to help them accomplish some of those goals. That's a perfect example of doing something that you can actually adhere to and do on a consistent basis. Yeah. And I think that's a great point. Um, I mean, I like to during the summer, I like to get outside, and I, but I hate standing around outside, so I started picking up golf because I want to spend extra time outside. I want to get my steps in, but at the same time, I want to do something that's kind of fun. Got to get your steps in, baby. Got to get your steps in. Got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. Motion is lotion. Exactly. Motion slows down time. It slows down the aging process. Movement you know? is medicine. Exactly. Let's go. All right, any case, enough of these adages. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Like, it's, it's find activities that you enjoy that are physical in nature. And even when you go to, to the weight room, like, you should still work out. You should still stretch and all that stuff. Like, you should do that frequently. But think of, like, exercises that you enjoy that you can mix in and don't just do only exercise you like, but it will help you be more consistent. And that is the goal is, you know, I think uh, the rep scheme, I brought this up maybe a while back. The best set and rep scheme is three by 52, three days a week, 52 weeks a year. I like that. Yeah. And I, I think too, like if there's an exercise you don't like, a lot of times there might be a tweak or a modification to make it like, for example, I don't really like back squat. And I think part of that is just because I had to do it so much, you know, and part of it is my body doesn't really feel great doing it. I can't keep great position, but front squats are awesome, yeah. you know, and I'm like, hey, I'm still squatting. I feel like I'm getting a lot and I'm doing other exercises to maybe make up for what I might be missing on back squats. So it's just an example of if you got an exercise that uh, you don't like, there's probably a tweak or a workaround. Exactly. Definitely. So in short, guys, just want to encourage you Figure out something, figure out a plan with eating, your nutrition, uh, sleep, exercise that you can stick with. And that's going to help you start to, I think, build kind of these uh, these building blocks or these layers um, that are going to help you create momentum towards a, a program that really stands the test of time. Yeah, and I think to add to that, to my perfectionists out there, myself included, don't wait for the perfect time to stick to the program. Don't try to find the perfect program. Just try to find something that you can stick with. And remember, just because you don't do it perfectly doesn't mean you failed. Absolutely. So until next time, guys, stay healthy. Hey. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.